It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. And welcome back. We are broadcasting live from Mystic Cafe, 398 Main Street in Fairhaven. Come on by and have some breakfast with us. And, of course, we'll have that deal for you live at noon at SeizeTheDeal.com. We'll talk more about that in a bit. But joining us, we have the host of South Coast Tonight. Marcus Ferro is here with us. Good hey, morning, Tim. Marcus. Hey, how you doing? You had uh, you had quite the night last night. Yeah, it was interesting. So we had both candidates on from the Ward 3 City Council uh, special election, Sean Oliver and Carmen Amaral. I thought they both did well. I thought I think they're good candidates, and, and Ward 3 has a, a difficult choice in, in, on Tuesday. One of the things that came up in your discussion, though, was that there's there wasn't a lot of differences standing out between the two. What do you see as some of the main differences between the two candidates? You know what's funny is that I think that... Jack asked a really good question. Like, what line, like, what philosophical lines do you identify with? Um, and uh, Sean said he was definitely a more conservative person than Carmen. Carmen tried to stay away from that la- that labeling entirely, but I think it's pretty clear when the endorse with the way the endorsements have lined that you know one's more. I think on the Democratic side, one's more on the Republican side or conservative side. Um, uh, Jack said that uh, Sean was a registered Democrat. I believe he's a registered independent. Um, I think so, he said that too. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a reg- registered independent. So I think it's. I think that was pretty clear. But um, uh, I think there's plenty of differences between them, just in their backgrounds and their own unique set of qualifications. Um, but in terms of like. You know the issues. Uh, I didn't see a lot of differences, at least that they were willing to 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 um, put out there last night. So. And, and it certainly seemed like both of them have the best interests of the ward at heart. Like they they really want to listen sure. to the people of the ward as yeah. opposed to coming in with their own agenda. Sean, Sean, yeah, I I think so. I mean, Carmen's Carmen's lived there for a long time. Uh, uh, you know, she said I think she said she's lived in Ward Three for over ten years. She's a lifelong resident of the city. She's an excellent personal story. Um, and, uh, you know, Sean's got a really, I think, appealing, uh, every man type of, um, um, uh, persona that he's putting out there and, and, uh, is a really likable guy as well. So, um, I, I think they're genuine people for sure. Now tonight you will be on the air live as Adam Bass will be covering a pretty important city council Bass attack. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um. There's a lot on the agenda tonight. There's, um, I believe there's Mitchell's, um, Mitchell's uh, proposals to rein in uh, Morad's pay raise amendments, that those $50,000 pay raise amendments that they basically reduced to $25,000. Mitchell wants to rein them in a little bit more, I think, with a couple others as well. There's the... Um, his uh, change to the um, the ten percent salary uh, penalty uh, for out of city residents for employment, which I think they need to do. Um, you know, I, I, I just as an aside, Tim. You know, I, I I serve on the board of public works here in Fairhaven as an elected official. When we're hiring people, um, if we were to do that, if we were to penalize people who, who who came from out of town, we wouldn't have anybody on our staff, including key positions, supervisory roles, right? We'd lose out on a lot of qualified candidates, and that's what's happening over there. 
So there's that, and I think uh, I also believe um, Councilor Gomes's public safety motion is on the um, is on the agenda. He's the chair of the public safety, usually is, and um, they you know they want to have a hearing to discuss the police um, uh, staffing shortage. So it's going to be a pretty jam packed agenda. I don't know how late it's going to get out. Hopefully, we can get some live updates from Adam. But you might ha- you might hear a lot of comments on the record uh, from the councilors unless they want to just refer it out to committee and make their comments there. Yeah, and uh, the complimental nomination will be pushed through. The complimental nomination will, so it's it, it might it might well, be turned it might be not pushed through. It'll be it'll it'll be on it the might, agenda. It'll be on the agenda to kill, um, basically. So uh, they they're they're trying to uh, give it a no further action, which would essentially squash it. And Mitchell would have to renominate her and put her back, which will go. She'll have to go through the whole process again. Which you know, I don't imagine they can sit on it as long as they did the first time. If it happens a second time, I mean, legally, there's, you know, there's nothing they can do. There's nothing Mitchell could do about it. They could do that if they want, but I think they've, honestly, I think they've come out of this thing looking really bad. Yeah. Especially it, considering the fact that they're on the wrong side of a federal lawsuit. Uh, it seems like a federal civil rights lawsuit. So um, I, I think to to take these hard line. These these bright line uh, positions against the um, against her uh, the admissions policy that she wants to put forward, Mayor Mitchell wants to put forward. You know, you're on the opposite side of a federal civil rights lawsuit, so it's like if that's the position you want to take, you must really feel strongly about it. Yeah, and voters are watching, and yeah. election time is not that far away. It is, yeah, really excited. All right, well, thank you for previewing that with us. I'll let you get to your breakfast now because they <laughs> delivered it. That yeah. is Marcus Ferrer. You can hear him every night on South Coast tonight. And uh, that'll be on this evening. And again, hopefully we can get you some updates from Adam Bass with what's going on in the city council meeting. But it does sound like it's going to be a pretty busy one this evening. Speaking of busy, we've got the phone lines lighting up 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, let's go to the phones. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Hello. Oh, too bad I miss Marcus. It's his favorite caller. Guy from Fairhaven. <laughs> <laughs> He's over there having his, uh, his omelet that they just brought out. <laughs> Make sure you tell him I said hi. I'll be calling tonight. I'll talk to him tonight anyways. Um, listen, uh, I want to get your take. Why do you think it um, it took uh, President Trump to go to Ohio before anybody from the administration went down? Check it out. Pardon me. I was just finishing, pardon me, I was finishing a bite of my Monty. Um, I think part of it is they were uh, – I, there's, I've seen some conspiracy theories that suggest that they were keeping President Biden out of there because the area is toxic and because they didn't want to put him into that situation. I think I don't think it's that. I think it's that there's whenever there's something like this, the you know the idea is that they want people to rush in and to be there and to offer support. And really, you should have. He should have probably done that in the first few days. Should, <laughs> what was that, Marcus? It shows leadership in it. <laughs> oh boy! But Here we go. I think. I, th- I think I think part of it too is that um, like p- part of the reason for the holdup on that is is you want to wait and make sure too that all the information is out there from the company itself and that yeah. they are going to stand up and take responsibility for it because if you come in there and say you know we want to make sure that the people who did this are held responsible for it and you do that whole thing and they were like yeah we are but you got to give us time you know that can be a bad look too so you got to have some well, time for information it, but a couple a couple of days would have done that I think. Yeah, that's what Buddha judges doing anyways. He's he. Uh, I say that's what Buddha judges doing anyways. He's he's, you know, wanting that the, the the train company to take full responsibility. You know what I mean? And, and uh, you know, I could see where that's coming from too. I mean, I you know, there is I'm sure there there needs to be some preventative maintenance. You know, um, uh, 
uh, action towards the, the train company, but it's like at the same time, you know, what I want to know what stopped Biden from going to Ohio. He'd rather go to Poland and, Ukraine, and make a surprise visit to Ukraine before he went and visited his own people that are going <clears> through a, a tragic event. That's unreal. Well, I don't know all the I don't know all the ins and outs of the secure. So it's a lot easier to bring the president of the United States to Ohio than it is to bring him to a foreign country. So where they might have already had the plans in place for that, he might have had to follow through on that schedule and, 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 and follow up on that. That's just one thing that I would suggest. I did think it was a little bit odd, though, how they're all cheering for Donald Trump in Ohio over this train situation when it was his administration that revoked the policy that these uh, trains that would be carrying hazardous materials would have to have those pneumatic brakes. It was his administration that rolled that back after the Obama administration put it in place. It, it's kind of moot in this particular case because for some reason they didn't classify the train that way. But it was the Trump administration that pulled that back, yet that's not stopping everybody from cheering the guy on. I mean, it's a, for a rebuttal there, I, I think uh, I heard, I overheard something this morning that that, that part of Ohio, I think they, they backed Donald Trump in the last election. I think it was like 70%. He got 70% of the vote sure. in Ohio. Yeah. So I'm sure. And that's I'm why sure he was so popular there. But, the, you know. But in this particular case, they have to realize that, you know, he wasn't on the right side uh, of, of protecting people from incidents like this. I mean, look at well, look at how long it took him to go to well, well, Biden. Look at how long it took Biden to go to Florida when that hurricane hit this past summer. It took mm -hmm. him almost three weeks I mean, to I get down there. And again, I, I would like to see it happen faster. I don't think it has to happen like within 12 hours, like some people are calling for. But it, it, it would be better if it happened faster. Yeah. And to, to comment on those uh, those those uh, balloons, you know, I was I was talking to my brother about this uh, not too long ago, and he brought up a good point. He thinks that you know, I know it's kind of like a little conspiracy theory, but it's you know, it's something to to you know laugh about. But it's like uh, you know, what are the what are the odds that you know Biden? messed up so bad on this Chinese spy balloon, okay, that the United States now is just launching crap into the air for Biden to shoot down, and it's really nothing. It's really not even China that's, that's flying these, you know, foreign objects in the air. It's actually the United States now that's throwing them up in the air and saying, okay, we're going to put this one over Lake Huron, uh, go, go, go shoot it down. You know, we got to make it, you know, we got to make it look like he's on the ball now, you know what I mean? And that's, that, I, well, I think I, part I, of the reluctance. I thought that that was pretty smart. I was like, yeah, that might that might actually be true. You know what I mean? Except, why would you why would you intentionally fire? Why would you intentionally fire over U.S. citizens if you didn't have to? That's that's what the delay yeah, was the I first mean, time around. Is you don't want to just be opening fire on things that could crash down on people. And so well, I don't I, mean, I don't know why a, you would. He had a NORAD picked it up when it was over Alaska. And and and, and think about it, Tim. I mean, how. Why? I'm like, how how much land is is in Alaska that's like you know, just land where there's no citizens? You know what I mean? And, and yeah. Uh, or how about uh, over uh, where, where did they even shoot it down? I forgot where they shot it down. It's been it's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, it was over the Carolinas. Over the coast. Yeah, over the coast of Carolinas. But when it was passing it, over it was um, Montana, Montana, that's what it was. When it was passing over, right? It was like huddling. Um, it was like uh, hovering over Montana. Mm -hmm. I think. Well, I was thinking, yeah, the there, first one they shot down over the Carolinas. Right, but that—that's that, what I'm talking about. Where they should have shot it down in Alaska before. Yeah, when even, it was, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, hey, whatever. I don't know. 
a lot of fishy crap going along, you know, going on, Tim. I don't know. but uh, Always you know, is, no matter get, who's in charge. I wanted, I wanted to get Marcus' take on that. That's why I called when he when I heard him on the radio. I said, oh, I'm going to call him now, you know. But, no, I, I'll talk to him tonight. I'll get his take on uh, the, whole, the whole Trump visit in uh, Ohio and everything and why Biden isn't, you know, didn't, didn't, isn't there yet, you know. So, all right. Well, he, all right, he'll Jim. be ready for you. He'll be full. Yeah, he'll be full of omelet by that point. <laughs> enjoy your sandwich. <laughs> Take it easy. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. You're gonna get. You're gonna get an interesting phone call later, Marcus. I'll tell you. I'll tell you when we're off here. All right. Now let's go to this call. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. My friend was doing real good until he got it, got into the, uh, you know, um, the uh, Biden administration sending balloons up just to shoot him down. Um, well, he 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 prefaces by saying it's a it's a conspiracy theory. So he was he was honest I mean, it, and upfront it, about that. It amazes me the, the thought process on on some of uh, your callers and some of the people what they think. I mean, it, they just go just go way out there. But you know, my my thing is that tell me something. What is Trump doing there anyway? I mean, is it not just a a political statement? Just a you're rushing there to say, hey, that guy didn't get here. I got here before you. You know, of course it is. Of course, it is so ridiculous. I mean, this is this is one of the reasons why I, I can't even stand listening to the guy because it's all about him and trying to make everybody look bad. You know, every every, every speech has never been done before. The greatest show on earth. You know, me, 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 me. I'm just a great person, a great president, and look at me. Um. I, I I don't get it. I you know well, that that's what a narcissist does. So yeah, I'm not I mean, surprised. It's, it's just like I. But you know something though, Tim. I I have a lot of friends that are you know Trump supporters and stuff, and, and most of them, as of today, will say you know I wouldn't vote for him again. You know it's just too much drama, too much too much drama every day. Um, and I think that he's hurting himself by you know just you know every other administration if. Uh, you know, uh, uh, another president takes over. They let them do their thing. And then when, the, when it's over and they run for office again, or then they, you know, they come up with, you know, guns blazing. No, but when you was in office, you did this, you didn't do that. You just, you know, Trump just doesn't go away. You know, yeah, I mean, I mean listen, he's on the campaign trail. So you're going to have a lot of appearances from him. Uh, as part as such, you know, so I think we're going to see a lot of him. I don't know how much it'll, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't think it'll fizzle out because he likes the spotlight. I mean, and I say fizzle out only because it's so long until the election, you know, because he announced so early. Um, right, right. but I think he'll, I think he'll keep himself at the, at the forefront of things because he likes that attention. And right. so, um, you'll, you'll see him respond to everything that happens from now until the election. And he only did it because, you know, uh, you know, I think of a lot of the conservative people that support him in the past of kind of switching over to DeSantis, you know. Um, and I think he is. Yeah, I mean, and that's, yeah, that's a big reason why he's going to want to keep himself in the forefront of people's minds. Again, I'm not criticizing that. I'm saying, you know, that smart strategy is campaigning, but that's that's what it comes down to. I'm going to hold you there just because I got some other callers, okay, but you have a good day. I mean, okay, yeah. Oh, no, that's okay. I didn't hang up on you because you called me, Marcus. I call, hung up on you because there's a delay here uh, being on the road. By the way, I'm here at Mystic Cafe on Main Street in Fairhaven. Try the Mystic Monty ham, egg, cheese on sweetbread French toast. It's, an, it's, it's incredible. And then they also brought me out 
This was uh, this was at the recommendation of one of the owners. The Mystic Scrambler. Eggs, linguiza, bacon, sausage, peppers, and onions, home fries, all scrambled together and topped with that homemade house sauce, that Portuguese sauce that they make. you got to come down and try this. It is so good. You've got to come down and have some for yourself. And you can. We're here until noon. They're open until 2, and we'll have that Caesar deal for you at noon as well. Uh, I should take a break, but let's go back to the phones because we've got phone lines lit up. But room for you at 508-996-0500. You are next on WBSM. Hello. Hey, good morning, Tim. Yeah, what a wonderful restaurant. I'll just throw that in there um, that you're uh, mm-hmm. you're at right now, uh, Mystic. That being said, Tim, if I may real quick, is, okay, so D- Donald Trump did what he did because he can. If it were me, I'd do the same damn thing if I had that kind of money in the means. I would be doing the same thing. And the fact that he did not rush right down there to help these people out and say, hey, look, I'm here first. It's been 10 days or thereabouts, two weeks. I mean, at some point, right. you have to say, okay, he showed up. I mean, for whatever reason, he did show up and give them some some form of hope. And, you know, he went into the uh, McDonald's. He bought everyone uh, food. I wish I, I could do that kind of, of a thing and, and be able to afford it and not feel it. Obviously, a lot of us, I think, we feel the same way. We'd love to be able to do that kind of uh, uh, humanity-type uh, kindness and just and show that. And the fact that he did that, I, I think it just shows something. You can say what you want about the guy. But really, nobody from from the administration now, the current administration, has shown up. And they haven't. I mean, just to say, hey, look, I'm the face of I care about you. So Trump did it. Now he's getting ridiculed for it. And like I say, he didn't do it the day after. He waited until nobody. And then he said, I guess I'm going to go down there. You know, like I say, we all have our views and we all look at things a certain way. That's how I look at it. And I mean, you know, everybody wants to cut everybody up. And, and, and I get it. That's politics, and that's how people are. But really, Joe Biden or uh, Pete Buttigieg, who I guess he's on personal time, which to me, this is this is something you should show up. Put your personal time aside. Go down there. Make an appearance. Show people that you care. I mean, can you imagine being living in that area, knowing that the water you're drinking or the water you will potentially be drinking or showering in even, is, it may be a problem. It could be killing you as we speak. I mean, this is some serious, stressful type uh, a situation down there is basically what it is. No, no doubt. All right, thank you for the call. You have a thank good day. You, yeah, you do. And let's squeeze in one more here before I have to take a break. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. <laughs> My name is Johnny One I'm I'm glad. Morning, to Johnny. That, uh, hi, how are you? I'm doing all right. Filling up on some delicious food. Oh, nice, nice. You know, I'm glad to see that Trump still has the capability of, uh, you know, being the greatest con man on earth and still able to con some of the gullibles that are still left over after all they've seen from this clown the past few years. But uh, whatever. Uh, you know, and as far as that balloon goes, you know, these people, these people that call these shows, I, I mean, I just have to turn the radio off sometimes. I mean, ignorance is, you know... He left it up to the military. He gave the military the okay to take down the balloon. It's the military's decision on where, when, and how to take down the balloon. Not the president's. Right? He didn't grab a 12 gauge mm-hmm. shotgun, go out there and shoot the damn thing down. He left it up to the military. The military made these decisions on how to shoot it down, where to shoot it down. And don't you think it makes a little bit more sense to uh, shoot down anything like that? over the open water than, you know, over a, you know, over the forest or where there may be people living or, 
I mean, we don't know what was in that balloon. It could have been. And like that was the important part is you didn't know what was in there. Exactly. It could you have could, been you could shoot the balloon and it releases anthrax. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know what? I think Biden, who I'm really not a fan of, but uh, I still think he's a lot smarter than our last guy. I think he left it up to the military. The military did its job. I have 100% confidence in our military. That's why I live in the United States of America, because I know that my military, because I've had plenty of family in the military, and I know that we're well protected as much as we can be. I have complete faith in our military. And, you know, to really, to ridicule, you know, this situation about that balloon, directed at the military, you may as well, because, I mean, it was, up, it was in their hands to take it down, not by he just gave the okay to do it. I mean, right. does that make any sense? Am I the only one that kind of makes any sense out of this? Or am I alone? No, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I, I loved watching all those videos of people going out in their backyard with their guns and shooting in the sky saying, I'm going to get it. Like, you do realize you're not going to reach it, right? Let me tell you something, Tim. I've been a gun owner my whole life. I've been a member of the NRA my whole life. I have participated in, in gun sports. I mean, uh, target shooting, uh, competitive shooting, seat shooting. I've hunted. I, I, I've done it all with guns. I am a pro-gun person like you wouldn't believe, okay? I am embarrassed by some of these people, in the past, especially during the Trump years, I'll say it, okay? You know, these, 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 red, these rednecks, you know, with their camouflage shirts on, their AR-15s and their big beer bellies, going, standing around the town halls and stuff, trying to threaten the public, you know, with firearms. I'm embarrassed over people like that. I, I, I am the biggest gun rights guy you will ever meet in your life. I'm a firm believer in the Second Amendment. But you know what? For some reason, in, in these past few years, we have a bunch of idiots who think it's cool you know, using firearms, AR-15s and stuff, you know, to try to intimidate the public. Like, they're going to take the country back or something. <laughs> Let me yeah. tell you something. The military's going to surprise you if you think they're going to take down, you know, anything, you know, with a couple of twenty two rifles. I mean, it's just that, embarrassing. It really is. That is true. The mindset that has been created in this last administration uh, is, is just unbelievable. Uh, I'm sorry. And it's the same people you've seen on January 6th. It's the same mentality, the same people. And as an American, as a gun rights person, a Second Amendment guy, I'm embarrassed by these people. And that's all i got to say. You have a nice day. Well, thank day, you for the man. call, Johnny. Enjoy your food. And uh, hopefully I get to sit down and share one of those with you someday. I hope so. All right. Take all right. You have time. a good day. Bye-bye. And uh, if you want to call in, 508-996-0500, just really quick, I uh, want to say John in Fairhaven, who called in a few moments ago, and that's who said he's going to call you later, Marcus. John in Fairhaven, your favorite caller, he says. Uh, he wants to talk to you about uh, Trump going to Ohio and about the balloons and all that stuff. Uh, but uh, he also says he forgot to mention when he called in that Mystic Cafe has great food and that he loves their malasadas. And uh, also, uh, Nana in Rochester uh, actually... Sent over because, as I said, you know, I don't. I'm here with limited access. She did send me the link of all the places where people can vote in the Ward Three election uh, on Tuesday. So, three A is at Hayden McFadden School. Three B is at Hillside Court. 
3C is at the Tabor Mill Community Center. 3D and 3E are both at the Holy Name on the Sacred Heart of Jesus. 3F and 3F1 are both at the Bayberry Apartments. So we'll keep giving you those as we get closer to the election. But thank you, Nana, for sending those over. Uh, again, I'm I'm can only go on certain sites here because I'm using the same Wi-Fi to run the connection back to the station. So I can't. I can't uh, wear it down. But thank you for sending that on over. Uh, we will take a break. When we come back, we can take more of your phone calls as we are broadcasting live here from Mystic Cafe. We're also going to be talking with Bella, the owner here, in just a few moments as well. So stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few moments as we're broadcasting live from Mystic Cafe on Main Street in Fairhaven. The local talk rolls on. Casting live from Mystic Cafe. And you can come down and join us, 398 Main Street in Fairhaven. I'm going to be here till noon, but they're open until 2. And uh, we'll have that special deal for you. Uh, coming up at noon at SeizeTheDeal.com to get $25 to Mystic Cafe for just twelve fifty. But joining me now, we have the owner of Mystic Cafe is here with us. Good morning. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you? All right. I'm going to have you just, if you can just pull that a little closer. If you want to take it out of the ha- out of the stand, if that's easier for you, whatever works for you. Um, yeah, it's a little little broken there, huh? Here, let me see. Let me see. Just, yeah, pull it right out. Yeah, go right out. There you go. Okay. So. We've been enjoying the wonderful food here all morning long. You've really put out a fantastic spread for us to try. But on top of that, I'm getting so many messages and calls from people who love it here. You really have built a, a great fan base for Mystic Cafe. Yes, well, um, we appreciate and we are so grateful for every customer that always has walked in and has supported us through the nine years that we've been here. Um, COVID being difficult like it was, we were still blessed with all the takeouts that we had. We still had all our customer fans like coming in and saying, we can't go all this time without you know the Mystic Breakfast. So we kept that going through the whole COVID thing. So um, I'd like to take this opportunity and thank all our customers. I mean, I, we love all of them. Um, we become families um, within families. Uh, we watch uh, women would come in pregnant, and now they have their babies, and they've gone through their chairs, and now they're walking and they're talking. It's it's just it's just wonderful. You have to love what you do. Mm-hmm. And our uh, statement here is, if we can't make you feel better by the time you leave, our goal is not to make you feel worse. There you go. So that is how we go. That's how when I train my my, uh, workers that are here, that are part of the team, they're part of our family, that is our goal. Like just let's not make them feel any worse. If we can't help them feel better, at least we can balance where they're at at that point. So that's... That's our statement here. And and you have you know you have everything that people would expect to find on a breakfast menu, and you have you know lunch staples and all that. But you really put a lot of creativity into the meals right. that you serve here. Um, I love design and I love creativity. I will be in the back for hours just scribbling on a paper of what I want something to look like. I'll be in the back and just throwing things on the grill and seeing what makes a different flavor come out of that mixture. So, yeah, that's that's embedded in me. <laughs> I always ask the question when I go to restaurants, have you ever come up with an idea that you tried that you thought would be big that didn't work? Um, some, some more than others, uh, but we, are, we really try to be so unique that, like, we have the specials every week, and we have customers that will come in and say, hey, I was here a couple of weeks ago, and you had this special. Can you make me that? Like, I've like I just want that, and if we have the ingredients, I'm more than happy to do it for sure. them. So, you know, that's um, and that's what makes that family thing. They they know that they can come. They know if I can make it, I will make it. There's no way we're going to say no. 
The, the reason why I always ask that question is because I made something once, you know, in, in my cooking life. I made up an omelet that was warmed up cranberry sauce, like jellied style cranberry sauce with American cheese and an omelet. And I said, nobody's going to order this. It just was put on the menu as a joke, and it became one of the top sellers. Because you never know you when never you're know. trying, yeah, like, what yeah. people are going to be gravitating towards. That's exactly what I was talking about. We just put things together, and you'd start tasting and seeing what comes flavors. Because when you mix certain things together, it doesn't taste like anything you just put together. Mm-hmm. It makes its own unique. So that's probably what happened with that omelet. Yeah. I have a, I have a customer that loves to come in for our cheese rolls, and he does peanut butter with banana, but all heated. So you warm it up and slather it onto a cheese roll. Correct. Wow. And the banana's grilled, and then put on the cheese roll. And he will come in, and um, he'll say, "Can you make me that?" And of course, we can make that. <laughs> we always have that that stuff around. And and you have people who are you know loyal folks that come in here and want to sit in here and hang out with you for a while and have breakfast. But you have a lot of folks who just come in and grab a good breakfast to go. Correct. Correct. We so we have DoorDash, and uh, we have um, Gutchu, which we love all of them. Gachu is, is uh, you know, a local company, so mm-hmm. so we love having them. Um, and we have Grubhub. So a lot of the stuff that you're seeing going out the door is delivery from those takeout customers. Um, and we have built a huge customer fan from the takeouts where they didn't know who we were until like the COVID because a lot of times we were the only ones that were open in the area because we were blessed to have that before COVID hit us. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of ahead of the game on that and uh, and now they're customers of ours because they're like, oh my God, we love the takeout. So, you know, sitting down and enjoying the atmosphere and it's, you know, pretty laid back. We try to keep it as laid back as possible. And, um, yeah, so we've been very blessed, very, very blessed. You do a lot of food preparation, so you know how to handle that kind of stuff. You know how to handle orders that come in like in that way. Correct, correct. So what has been probably your favorite thing about owning and running the Mystic Cafe over the years? Um, our fans, our customers are our favorite things. Um, the friendships that we've built and the love of creativity that I've been allowed to do here. You know, this, this me being the owner has allowed me to do what I love. And Nobody's telling you no. Yes, nobody can tell me no, that's right. <laughs> and a lot of times I'll be here until late at night just trying different things and trying to experiment things. And, you know, the next day, of course, my uh, my staff is uh, is my gophers. <laughs> so they're the ones that I'll, I'll be making things like, try this, try that. What does this need? What does that need? And, you know, so it's it's a combination of, of uh, everybody's taste that and makes it. We talked about some of your signatures, you know, making your own Bavarian cream, making your own Portuguese sauce, so the gravy that you use on the steak and eggs. And then people will come in just for those, just for, those for the sauces things. themselves. Correct. Some, some, we have a lot of customers that will come in for two eggs over like whatever, you know, whatever style they want the eggs. And can I have some of that steak sauce on the side? And they'll just, you know, they're just not in the mood for like a whole steak. And we, and we do that. We accommodate that. That's, we always have it on hand. We, you know, we, we make a big batch in the morning, and, and that's the batch that, you know, that we have for the day. And um, it works out. It's, um, yeah, it's great. It's, it's, really, it's really humbling. And you've been yeah. able, there's a variety of things. So it's not only the things on the menu. It's making your sweet bread. It's having the malasada shack. There's, there's little things that something here will appeal to everybody. Homemade casola. 
we actually have um, local places, um, you know, picking up our cassola to sell in their places. So, wow. Yeah. So that's when you know you made it. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> he, uh, you know, my husband Fr Freddie is the one that uh, does the cassola, and uh, it's uh, it's a great seller. That's for sure. We sell tons of pounds. We do the individual one pounders. We do the tubs that are the five pounders. Um, you know. Malasadas like at the shack. That's old-fashioned malasadas. That's not the ones that you buy like when you're at the festivals and stuff like that. That's like my grandmother's recipe. My sweetbreads is my grandmother's recipe. I remember making them with her when she was still here with us. And then my mom and my godmother took over, and I worked with them. So um, it's stuff like that. Like there's certain things you can't touch. The recipes, like they're, they're just perfect the way it is. Why, yeah. you know? And if you try to like cheapen it and stuff like that, then it doesn't work out. It just doesn't. You, you there's certain things you have to keep it going. So just give everybody your hours when they can come down, when they can so enjoy the food. So we're open seven days a week. The only day a year that we close is Christmas Day. Every holiday we do close at 12 just to give everybody time to spend the rest of the day with their own families. Mm -hmm. uh, we're open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. We have breakfast all day if that's what you would like to do. If not, we start a light lunch, um, you know, specific lunches um, at 11 o'clock. And on Saturdays and Sundays, we're open from 6 a.m. to 1 p.m. And the shack is open Saturday and Sundays from 7 a.m. to 12. But we always have extra malasadas here, so if you miss the 12 o'clock, you can come here until 1 o'clock and pick up malasadas that we that we put in here. There you go. Yeah. Well, I, I recommend everybody comes down and tries and that everybody jumps on the deal at noon when we have $25 to Mr. Cafe for twelve fifty. Thank you so much for joining us, Bella and Freddie. Thank you for having Hi, us here. You. What a great place, and, and everything is amazing. So, thank you. Thank you so much. We do have to take a break, though. When we come back on the other side, we'll have a few moments to chat with you at 508-996-0500, and then that deal will go live at noon. Don't miss it. Get on SeizeTheDeal.com right now, and just keep refreshing that page until noon. We are broadcasting live from Mystic Cafe, 398 Main Street in Fairhaven, and we'll be right back. After the big gun. Casting live from Mystic Cafe in Fairhaven, right on Main Street. And, you know, we're talking about breakfast, we're talking about lunch, but if you're looking for a place to get out and have yourself a good dinner or to be able to take some food home, you know, a lot of folks are getting tired of buying stuff in supermarkets and having it not be as high quality as, as they're used to getting when they go out to eat. You can get those high quality meat, seafoods, chicken, whatever it might be, you can get that all at the Barrels and Boards Marketplace. It's located right next to the Barrels and Boards restaurant on Route 138 in Raynham. It's all the same ingredients that they use in the restaurant. It's all the artisan sauces that Chef Manny and his crew make in the kitchen available for you to buy to take home. So you can make Barrels and Boards style meals at home. And you have that same freshness, that same quality that you would have in the restaurant. But maybe you don't have that kind of time on your hands. Maybe you just want something that you can throw in the oven, warm up really quickly, and feed the family. They have pre-made meals as well. So check them out. Barrelsandboardsma.com is the website. Barrels, the letter N, boardsma.com. Or right on Route 138 in Raynham. But uh, we will have that seize the deal coming out for you. Oh, lunch is coming out here. Oh, my God. Everything looks incredible here. Oh, boy. All right. Somebody's going to have to come down and help me eat this. You guys got to come down and help me out with all of this. Uh, I'm going to just ask really quickly. We have, so this is the casserole here. So that's the with rice. And, and it, that really does, you weren't kidding when you said it's spicy. I can tell just by looking at it. And this is um, 
Mystic Gobbler, so it's turkey cranberry um, mayo with cheddar cheese and stuffing on our cheese roll. Wow. This is the Mystic uh, wrap. It's uh, grilled chicken, bacon, lettuce, tomatoes, um, cheese, and ranch dressing. And this is our new boy, and our new boy is turkey, lettuce, tomatoes, honey mustard with green apples. Oh, that sounds good. Everything sounds incredible. So uh, if you didn't get to come down here for breakfast, the good news is that means you can come down here for lunch because all of this looks amazing. I can't wait to take some photos of it and put it up on our, our, uh, our story on Instagram and on Facebook for you to check out for yourself. But you don't have to just take my word for it. Come on down and get it for yourself. They'll open until 2 p.m., and we will have that deal on sale for you for noon. By the way, just a reminder, because some people do get a little bit confused about this, when you order the Seize the Deal, when you go and you purchase it at noontime when it goes on sale, that is going to actually be mailed to you. And it only takes a couple of days. Uh, you'll have it within two or three days usually, but it will be mailed to you. So it's not like you can go and buy it today and then come down here today. But the prices here are so affordable, and the food is plentiful. These are huge portions. Come on down and just have yourself some lunch. And then when that season deal arrives in the mail, you can come back and have some breakfast with it. Uh, but I am going to take our final break of the hour, and we'll be back in just a few minutes, broadcasting live from Mystic Cafe on Main Street in Fairhaven. Back in just the final moment here before we're going to be wrapping up the show. And, of course, that deal goes live in just one minute at SeizeTheDeal.com to get $25 to the Mystic Cafe for just twelve fifty. And I got to ask you, tell me some of the landmarks to help me find it on Main Street. It is right next to St. Mary's Church on the same side of the road. It's right across from the cemetery there. So you're right down here. You know the town crier. You probably had a few beers in there. I've had a few beers in there. That's right around across the other side as well. So... That's going to do it for me for today. I'm going to be putting all these photos of lunch up on our Instagram and Facebook stories. So go and check those out for yourself. If you want to be able to get that deal, get on SeizeTheDeal.com right now so that you don't miss your chance at it. And uh, we will have coming up Bill O'Reilly followed by Barry Richard and Howie Carr, South Coast tonight, Mark Levin, Charlie Kirk. So until tomorrow, enjoy every WBSM Mystic and W254.